yeah, baby. Rumble's back. And I got a cami. Coding it forever just hooked me up. Thank you, my Nikki. My total Nikki forever. Weird. It's a little strange, but I don't like how low I'm sitting either. It doesn't matter. Oh, you thought that clip of me talking about how, I to, how nobody wanted to fuck Weird Al was the episode? It wasn't. It was just a clip. It's a preview. Shout out to Juan Cosby for making this intro. He's the best. This is already a problem. Welcome back to Rumble Lips, baby. I am the falcon with a human penis, Rand Barnaclo. Um, hi. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, cool! Already fucked it up. Uh, hey guys, welcome back. My cousin, uh, my cousin, this is Rumble Lips, this is my podcast. Everybody, uh, listening knows that, but if you're viewing it for the first time, how? You know? How? Um, this must mean I got a hundred subscribers. If, if I'm being honest, I'll probably, um, I'll probably... I'm more excited than most people are about putting out a video podcast. So I'll probably do it if I get 35 subscribers. <laughs> I don't care about seeing the views being like 35. I really don't give a shit. I'd rather have something tangible to share so people can watch it and decide if they hate it or not. than uh, just subscribe blindly. But if you know me, you you've subscribed. So that's cool. Um, Psyched on this camera. Thank you, Total Nick Forever. Hopefully it looks okay. I did something to the settings, and I'm learning just like you guys. I don't even know how I'm going to edit an, uh, uh, however long this podcast will end up being. Um, I got a plant. So, you know, doing big things. I'm also dressed, I guess I'm dressed like an X-Man going to the zoo. Like one of the X-Men on vacation. Probably. Yeah, exactly like an X-Man, dude. I look like Cyclops with those little glasses on. I feel good. I feel good. Uh I just started uh I just started watching Love Island, Australia. I've never had six. <laughs> I just started I just started watching it and I've made it eight minutes and thirty seven seconds in. And uh I was like, All right, well it's over. I now need to go on a podcast and talk about it. First of all, if you haven't watched Love Island, the premise of it is uh, they put a bunch of British people. It was British people. They put them all in a house somewhere nice. Yeah. They put them all in a place like in the Maldives. And so they put all them out and it would be just the most attractive people in all of Great Britain, I think. They were like, you know, beautiful Dudes with hand tattoos and 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 abs and uh, and uh, and like ladies with like that Rihanna the Rihanna middle tit thing. You know how Rihanna? I'll just put it up right now. You know how Rihanna has the underbird thing. 
all the ladies on Love Island have tattoos like that, and they're you know, they're they're all there, and they're like, I wish I was in love. But this this one in Australia is well, I don't know why I said Australia. I don't think I can do an Australian accent. I actually think the only thing I can say in an Australian accent is oh, I've never had sex. That's that's the only thing I can say in an Australian accent. Oh, I've never had sex. All of these people on this show have had sex, and uh, it's already wild. These ladies got out of uh, a couple of red Jeep Wranglers, and uh, and the cameraman immediately just put the camera in their assholes. It was insanity. So the ladies walk in. Uh, to the new, to the new place. I've never had six, and they're all like, "I want a guy with neck tattoos." They're saying, "Neck, Nick, I want a guy with neck tattoos." And uh, do you really? Because <laughs> I have a neck tattoo, and I am worth exactly three hundred and forty dollars. You know what I mean? So, like, you, you want a guy with neck? Tattoos? You probably don't, man. You probably don't. Not all guys with Nick Nick tattoos are total Nick forever. He'd be worth dating. He's married. Guy bought me a camera. <laughs> it's just already insane. These girls are like, if one of these beds, I can't do an Australian accent. Fuck me. Uh, but, you know, they're all pissed off already. There's only three of them. There's six total, and then six guys come in. And I cannot wait to see these hunks. You know what I mean? I cannot fucking... I am beside myself with the hunkiness that's about to happen. A lot of uh, a lot of hunks on these dating shows. I've been watching a ton of these things. This is the setup for now. I, I feel like I'm sitting a little low. Um, but, you know, we'll figure it out. It's not that big of a deal. My cousin Mike, shout out Mikey, shout out to the Lipsters watching, thank you guys uh, for uh, me getting the pledge drive together and this camera happening. It'll be depressing here in a week when this video has a total of 18 views, but you know, I'm nobody, I'm a stand-up comedian, um, and so is all of my friends, and they're arguably the funniest people I know. Um That Weird Al thing's getting some heat. So this is what my cousin Mike sent me um, to talk about today. Because I did, I did talk about on the last episode, if you go back and listen, I talked about the lady at the McDonald's that got fucking murked by a blender. And, dude, it is my favorite shit I think I've ever seen. This lady got fucking scromueled with a blender. Now, that's not a word, but it doesn't matter. I think we all understand. She got scromueled with a blender and then binked her head off of a damn uh, wet floor sign. And it, it it just rips. It's my favorite thing. Um, also, uh, oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. He sent me a thing for uh, there's a new Game of Thrones series coming out. It's about uh, dragons. I guess it's the prequel to, you know, dragons flying around and shit. And, um, you know, whatever. I was super into Game of Thrones. I I loved it. I think it's the best. But um, George R. R. Martin, I mean, cough right on camera. I'm still not 100% comfortable yet. I have my 
legs crossed like I'm going to a meeting at a church. I the thing the thing about Game of Thrones is like I understand how it's like a cultural phenomenon or whatever. But that dude Ger Martin, George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin, it's like it's even bad to say. George R. R. Martin. Ger Martin is uh that man that man he he looks like he looks like uh, a fat smeagol. You know what I mean? He's just like whenever he's like, Well, I don't know if we're gonna I don't know if we're gonna actually make the, uh, the 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 prequel series, well, and it's just like I can't even fucking listen to this guy talk. Like I know he's a fantasy writer, but hey, man, change everything about yourself. You know, it's like uh, uh, he wears that Greek fisherman's hat, and he's got a wispy white beard, and he wears a bad flannel shirt. It's like you're worth sixty billion dollars. Get a new outfit. Get a new hat. Do you know how many hats I would have if I had sixty billion dollars? It wouldn't just be fucking. Yellow Johnny up here. I'd have every color. <laughs> I'd have shit with, I'd have shit with pieces of fucking pepperoni stuck to him, and it wouldn't even matter because we're sixty fucking million dollars. You know, he just, I, he, he just. There's something about him where I feel like, I feel like he swindled all of us. If I'm being honest, I feel like, I feel like George R. R. Martin doesn't have an ending. You know what I mean? I feel like he's just got like he he caught fire, and he's like, "Dude, I'm doing it. I'm gonna fucking write these books," and with no end in sight. And then all of the fans got super into it and 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 thought uh, and thought, you know what we should do? We should do all of our fan theories online. And then he sees them and he's like, "Yeah, I'll do that." And then it takes him forty years to finish a goddamn book series. I was in the bookstore yesterday, okay? I was in the bookstore yesterday, and I saw um, Stephen King wrote, like, 39 books this year. <laughs> what does that do? What is Stephen King up to? That guy writes... That guy writes... I, I'm not I'm not kidding. That guy has to write 13 books a year. I mean, he has to write... Let me see. Stephen King has to, I'm just typing in Stephen King books in 2019. One, two, three. Okay. He wrote some novellas and shit too. Okay. This dude, Stephen King has written. Stephen King has written, it looks like, five books in the year 2019. It has taken George R.R. R. Martin 30-something years to write five books. Isn't that, isn't that complete and total insanity? If you really think about it, isn't that fucking crazy? That it take that it, it like pisses me off, <laughs> Every time I, I've done this podcast, it's been audio, so I can get away with 
I think people think I'm more serious about something than I actually am. But it it is crazy to me when I did go into the bookstore that Stephen King has a section and it's like new from Stephen King. And it's not just one book in the middle of a shelf. It's like 14. He like writes short stories and then he's got a novel and then he's got a novella, which I fucking novella sounds like either a song that you kiss to or it sounds like uh, like something that helps you grow your hair back, which I could use a novella in either one. In either aspect of what I think a novella is, I could use it. It's just, it's just, I mean, I don't know. It's just wild. It's just wild to me that, like, you see these dudes that are like, well, George R. R. Martin is writing an epic. It's like, yeah, yeah, Stephen King wrote uh, wrote Penis-Wise, the clown that eats babies and drives around on balloons. You know? What are you talking about? Stephen King. He got hit by a damn van because he, he was a hoople head. I've been calling people Hooplehead a lot, and I'm I'm very into it. I've been calling uh, Hooplehead is is from Deadwood. It's just like a, it's a dumb person. But I'm driving the Prius around, and I am calling people Hooplehead, goddamn left and right, dude. I have I cannot get enough Hooplehead. I'm like, what is this Hooplehead up to? What's he want to fucking merge? I said Hooplehead the other night. <laughs> I said Hooplehead the other night on stage, and I think a few people thought I was uh, I was being like misogyn not misogynist. I think they thought it was like a race thing, and I had to go back on stage. Uh, was well, uh, my friend was doing a story. I was like guiding. I was like helping uh, riff with her when she was going through her story, and I had to tell people afterwards like. Hooplehead means just like an inbred, like hill person. You know, it doesn't mean like I'm not talking about people with like I don't know rings around their neck, like hoops. I was just thinking, I was trying to track their train of thought, but also I I'm not drinking right now. Like I'll I'll have like one I'll have like a I'll have like a glass of wine or something, but it, it's pretty rare that I'm drinking at all. And um and it's not because I think I have a had a problem or anything. I just don't. I'm now starting to feel like I don't see the point of it. I don't see the point of drinking, you know? It's like, it literally makes me feel like dog shit the next day. And I'm like, why would I want to waste a day when I could be productive in some, maybe it's called being an adult. How I, how the fuck should I know? But yeah, I, I mean, these hoopleheads trying to merge and, and George R. R. Martin's a hooplehead is basically what I was into, but I would, but I haven't been to a bookstore in a while. And I was in the bookstore, and uh, I wonder, I really like No Country for Old Men, uh, movie wise. And The Road is okay. Uh, Virgo Morgan Steinberg is in there, uh, and he was in, you know, Vor- Vigo Vorgo. Is it Vorgo? I can't even think of his name right now. Vigo Vigo Vizio Vizio Morgan Stanley. V- Vigo Morganston is in The Road, and I wanted to read Cormac McCarthy. That's And Cormac McCarthy wrote No Country for Old Men. So I wanted to read Cormac McCarthy, and I just need to go to Half Price Books and buy one of his books because I'm not going to pay full retail like a fucking schmo. 
So I looked in I looked in the section. I just you know, you could look at the authors on the back, you know, George R. R. Martin, Fat Smeagol, and then you and then you look at the back of a Stephen King book and you're like, Who's that male witch? And then when you look at the back of Cormac McCarthy's book, man, he looks cool, dude. He kinda looks cool and, and I know you guys I'm gonna put up right now, Cormac McCarthy. You guys are gonna think that that he doesn't look cool, but the picture I have in my mind, I love a dude an older man, and it's the older man I aspire to be. I love an old guy that dresses with some rich guy flavor, but one thing is off. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be a complete old man. Like, you know, when you see, like, like Cormac McCarthy is dressed like an author, you know? He's got a little shirt, a little button-up shirt on, a nice jacket that really only probably he has. I mean, it's not like he got it made for him, but, like, he bought that jacket, and somebody's like, where'd you get that jacket? He's like, you know what? I don't even remember. Like, he looks good, and he's bald, and I'm going to be bald, so I'm, like, I'm into that shit, you know? I like people that look like they're, they're like, they're, they're like, into, you know, I don't know. They're art. Uh, but there's always, like, an old man that has a thing about them where you're like, what, what is that about? You know, you see, like, an old guy in, like, a cool jacket and a cool shirt, and then you look down and you're like, why, why, why do your shoes look like you just mowed everybody's lawn in your neighborhood? Why do you have green shoes? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm, I'm starting to, I, I asked my, I asked my friends, I asked Rudick and I asked Lee, uh, oh, by the way, listen to my friend, Andrew Rudick. He's a very funny comic. Listen to his podcast, Puzzle Buddies. Uh, he's great. Um, I asked Rudick and, and my friend Lee has a podcast about baseball, about the Cincinnati Reds called the new nasty boys you can check that out as well but i was asking them i was like i'm because i'm 36 and i was like am i am i too fucking old to be wearing bright shoes because i'm starting to feel like i'm not dressing age appropriately enough like i want to be into sneakers and i want to have cool shoes because i have i have my shoe game inarguably inarguably it means that means you can't argue with this next statement my shoe game is 1000% the best shoe game of any comedian in the Midwest, black or white or Spanish, any race, any, any age range. I have the best shoes. I have the best shoes of any comic and I won't be argued with. And it's not up for discussion. Okay. So, but I asked him, I was like, should I need to, do I need to start wearing more age appropriate shoes? And they both resoundingly said, no, you're the greatest. We love you. And they kissed me and, and it was great. And they, and they took pictures with my shoes and they, and they, Lee made a pair of my shoes and do Like he asked if he could take a picture with him. And I said, yeah, I guess he said, but I want them on your feet, not off your feet. And I said, okay. And, and he goes, can I just take a picture of you from the knee down? And I said, uh, yeah, I guess. And he goes, put both feet in there. I said, okay. And then I went over his house yesterday and he had a full body pillow that he sleeps with of the image of my feet and shoes. So I guess I'm going to keep doing it, but I, but I have been, I oddly enough, I've been weirdly self-conscious about, um, sitting in my, or, um, about my shoes being too bright. <laughs> what a fucking dork I've turned into. Um, is my sitting style off-putting? I feel like I'm in a bad position. I feel like the camera's wrong. And I feel like people have watched this for 13 seconds and been like, oh my God, this guy did not set this up correctly. Maybe I need a producer. I could. I mean, I could just get a producer. Or maybe I need a different chair. 
I'm kind of sitting way down low here. I feel like I could fucking fall asleep. Um, let me sit up in this chair. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Did you hear that? Oh, jeez. I moved. Oh, jeez. I didn't do anything wrong. Why am I OGsing? I I might need a producer for this podcast. Anybody that's listening or watching this podcast want to uh is in the Cincinnati, Ohio area and that can meet with me once a week to do everything I'm doing and and, and editing and instead of me doing it would be fucking very helpful. Because now I have to it, but it's worth it. It's worth it for the lipsters. I'm not going to skip weeks anymore. I'm sorry I did that. We got the video now. I'm just going to I'm just too excited. I'm just going to put the video out on YouTube. <laughs> Even though my post, uh, follow me on Instagram at Rand Barnaclo and follow the podcast on Instagram at Rumble Lips. I, I said I wouldn't put the video podcast out unless, uh, we reached a hundred YouTube subscribers and I'm 100% just going to put it out with, with the 20 that I have, but I just started a YouTube, um, so whatever, that's how shit has to go. You got to put it out there to fucking make the money. I don't know if. I'm even going to make money. I don't really care about that. Let me see here. Let's see what uh, what else. Uh, my cousin. My sweet, sweet baby cousin Mike uh, had for me. The Game of Thrones thing. He goes, give the Lipsters a car update. Dude, you know what's going on with this car that's crazy? Is I, I was having problems with the car. And, and whatever. I, like I... The guy that came and brought the battery in, I had already said on a past episode, had left his little Bluetooth thing in there, not getting it back. And he left it in there, and I was like, well, I can use it to start my car if the little red – in Priuses, they call it the red triangle of death. death. It, pe- it pops up on the dashboard with a little explanation point, and it's a red triangle, and it's like, hey, this is the last ride for this car until you get it fixed. That's what it means. And I found out if I just download this app – that I can I can turn the red triangle of death off and then just drive my car like nothing ever happened. So the guy who put the battery in um, left this cheat code, this Bluetooth thing that I can turn my car on and drive. And so I was driving it around and the red triangle came back up and I was like, fuck, man. But then I actually, because I figured out how to do the podcast shit, and now I'm figuring out video shit, I actually figured out how to check the codes and just clear them out. And I restarted my car, basically, and uh, like a computer. Like, I just hard reset it. And uh, the red triangle came back up like two days later, and then I just did that again, and it hasn't been back. So I don't know what's going on. I, I think it fixed itself. I, I heard cars can heal, so maybe it just healed. Maybe it's, you know, that could be it. I've never had six. So. <laughs> I've never had six. Um, it's also election day. Didn't vote. I, I didn't know it was happening. If I'm being honest, I would have. But I, you know, I also didn't know what was happening. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, this is fun. And I didn't understand this when I saw it. But on Monday Night Football, a cat got loose on the field, and it, like, shut the shit down. People were like, Santa Maria! Like, it was... (laughs) A black cat ran out on the field, and, like, Giants fans were like, oh! Like, like it was the... It's the wildest shit. Like, 
People were so scared of a fucking cat running around. I mean, whatever, dude. First of all, I even thought I was like, yo, cats are hella sneaky. So it probably just like one time I was taking a poop at my ex-girlfriend's house and I had the bathroom door closed and there was no cats in the bathroom. And one of the cats flattened out to go under the crack of a regular door. I, we didn't, you know, I didn't live in a castle with her. It was just a regular little door. This, this much of a crack, like a door where no smell gets out and a cat just shimmied under the door and came into the bath. I was terrified. I was like, what are you, an apparition? Where are your bones? And then he came up and he just was like, and bit me and then ran back under the door. I was like, what the fuck is wrong? So I could see how a cat could definitely sneak in a stadium. It would have been, it would have been better if that cat bit, bit a player. No, it wouldn't have, but you know, people were like, what's up with that cat now? I bet one of those security guards took that cat back there and was just like, <laughs> nah, they probably let it go. It w- was it in New York? I don't know where it was, but I know a cat got out. And I thought I saw it was in the Giants game. I haven't been watching football very much. I haven't been that into football anymore. Like I like it, like I'll see I'll view it. But if somebody's like, but if football's on and somebody's like, "You want to get a coffee?" I'm like, "Yeah. Yeah, we can go get a coffee. I'd rather go for a walk actually. You want to go for a walk?" I'd rather go for a walk than watch football. I don't know. I don't know what's happening to me. Um, that was the car update. Beep beep. Uh, my dude, my cousin Mike is so fucking funny. He he goes. Uh, Disney streaming service is about to go live. Oh, is it? <laughs> Who gives a shit? I'll, I'll get it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I know why. Because it's got all the Marvel stuff that I like and all the Star Wars shit. And Yeah, okay. No, I'm okay. I'm sorry, Mike. I shouldn't have fucking shit on you, dude. I'm really sorry. Upcoming holidays are easy topics. Anything uh, you hate or love about Thanksgiving? I'll tell you what I do love. I love my mother. And I love that we have little uh, one. Uh, her and I have a Thanksgiving together. I would like to be invited to a Friendsgiving. I would like to throw a friend, uh, like a Thanksgiving for my friends. You know what, dude? Fuck Friendsgiving. Call it something better. It doesn't even rhyme with Thanksgiving. Call it... Yeah, no friendship. Let's see here. Go to thesaurus. We'll find one. We'll just make one. Make a new one. Rumble Lips Giving. There it is. No, I um, I would like to go to a friend's giving. It, it actually doesn't piss me off. I, I initially wanted to get mad about it, but, um, you know, whatever. How about acquaintance giving? <laughs> Just go to thesaurus.com and type in friends. A first one. Acquaintance. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to go to acquaintance giving where I just go to a place where I'm like, did I talk to you on the bus? Um, allies giving. Associates giving. No. Buddies giving. No, I don't like that. Classmates givings. Colleagues giving. Companions giving. 
Partners giving, roommate, chums giving. Dude, that's it. Chums giving. I would like to have cronies giving. <laughs> Intimate. Mates giving. Playmates giving. That sounds like fucking Hugh Hefner's bones would be put on a table in a smoking jacket and a bunch of ladies would ride his fucking skull. Bosom buddy. Dude, fuck off. Thesaurus. Consort comrades giving. No, that sounds like somebody with a fucking vendetta would throw that. Cohorts giving. Now I like chums giving, dude. Let's have a chums giving this year. What do you? What, hey, hey, what do you say? I'm gonna try to throw it at Go Bananas. Uh, maybe the week before actual Thanksgiving. So if people are in town, they can come. If you guys want to, I'm gonna throw a chums giving at uh, Go Bananas on an off night where there's no show and it's just show up potluck. We'll do. We'll do that. I'll, I'll I'll run it by the club. I'm sure it'll be fine. They don't care because they sponsor this podcast. Uh, visit www.gobananascomedy.com to check out the upcoming shows. It's the greatest comedy club in the country, and it fucking rips. And you can see your boy. You can see Andrew Rudick. You can see Lee Kimbrell. You can see Jeff Tate's up there all the time. Uh, Jeff Tate's the one that brought up Hooplehead to me, and it's been stuck in my mind all day. Go check out Jeff Tate. He's got a podcast called Altered Tates with his brother. Um, check them out. But uh, really, this read is about Go Bananas. Check out Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio. www.gobananascomedy.com. Gobananascomedy.com. Yeah, I did it right. I did it right. I did it right for the camera. I did it right, Daddy. Uh, Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Can't really move the camera, so I'll just bring it over to you. Ohio Valley Beard Supply uh, is the best. Scott Ponder and the boys will hook you up with a fucking shiny beard that'll change your ways. You know? If you were a bad boy, now you're going to be a nice bad boy with a little shiny beard. I use this uh, Blood Orange Psychopathy beard uh, oil when I want to look damn good. And then um, I have this Blood Orange Psychopathy uh, soap as well. And it smells... It smells really good. It smells like damn blood oranges. Um, and it's all natural. It's, it's palm oil, safflower. Wait a second. It's palm oil and safflower oil. I've never even heard of that, dude. Um, but, yeah, it's great. Go to OhioValleyBeard.com and um, check them out. Soybean protein's up in there. Go get you some. Um, it's great. It's a great product, and those guys rule. Um, also higher level art, Danny Gamble, uh, check out hero gym. These, they're now going in the shout out sections. They're, they haven't sponsored the podcast, uh, in a while. So check out, check out higher level art.com boomtown biscuits and whiskey and, um, uh, hero gym. They're going to go in the shout out section. My sponsors are go bananas comedy club and Ohio Valley beard supply. And then honorable mentions. If you want to donate to the podcast, I have a Venmo. Um, which I'll put up on the screen right now. I have a Venmo and a PayPal, so you can donate to the podcast. Uh, so I can get cameras. You know, maybe maybe pay a guy. But right now we got the camera and the pledge drive. But if you do want to donate, donate. I also have my T-shirts. I'll pop that up on the screen right now. Booyah in your face. You see that? There's the T-shirts. Um, they look like a cloud outside. Uh, outside cloud. God damn it, Rand. You're, I'm just trying to think too quickly about how I'm also going to edit the podcast f for the video at the same time I'm doing the audio. And now I feel like right now the audio is struggling. So I'm fucking blowing it. Um, 
So that's the sponsors. Let me talk about. I already talked about how George R. R. Martin is a big fat Smeagol. I I talk, or is he a Gollum? Which one was which? Was Smeagol the man, and Gollum was the creature, or did Sme- the man Smeagol turn into Gollum, or was Smeagol the name of the ring? Read a goddamn book. Um, let's see here. Disney's streaming service is going live. <laughs> Mike, you fucking asshole. Um, what do I, what do I like? I do like about Thanksgiving that it's just chill. Chums giving, come to that. Um, I like that Thanksgiving is just like chill, man. I like that it's like just me and my mom. Nobody clowning us. I like to see. I I don't go to my dad's side of the family because uh, I don't know where it's held. I. Uh, also have no idea some of the people's names that are there. So if I was to go over there, I would in no way I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, oh, what's up, Grant? Like I don't know the people's names, some of them. Um plus I never call my grandma. We established that in older episodes. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe this is okay for the dry run for the for the video podcast. Tell me what you guys think. Uh what do they say? Ja- what do, what do like cool people say? Sound off in the comments. I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think of this 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 new format. And uh, yeah, I love you guys. You're the best. Uh, thank you for listening to Rumble Lips. I'll talk to you guys next week. And um, maybe I'll just use the camera for Randora the boxes. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. See ya.